the door flings open and you are greeted with the red-faced, one-eyed, grey-bearded, fur-dressed dwarf. What do you want? Ah, hello, sir. Have I got a great deal for you. My name is Zalfiz of the Zalfiz Collapsing Pole Company. <laughs> Can you give me two seconds of your time, please, like demonstrate this fantastic product which could aid you in your current situation. I can answer that right now. No. And he slams the door in your face. <laughs> well, then I knock on I knock on the door and I'm like, uh, and in dwarvish, I'm like, um, please, sir, I'm telling you, it's gonna, it's well worth your time. This is a really good deal. I promise you. He opens the door again and goes, what do you want? We're looking simply to sell you some things. Salfis, get in with the pitch. <laughs> so we have... We have this um, collapsible pole. It looks like a, it looks like a regular arrow. You can just keep it in your little quiver as you travel around hunting, and then all of a sudden, you just hit this button on the side of it, and so the arrow he's holding it kind of pointing towards the door, but not at the dwarf, off to the side of it as a jar. And he presses a button and it extends into a ten-foot pole into the room and goes, "Oh, uh, sorry, it, it extends into a ten-foot pole, but ideal for you know reaching hard-to-reach places." Or maybe as, I see you're missing an eye here, like a guidance stick to knock out in front of you. Just, but but sorry. And like, and then you press this button again and it just retracts. And as he presses the button, I'm not going to hold onto the end of it. Um, So it's going to retract and it meets in the middle. So it ends up in his house. And I'm using it basically as an excuse to try and get in there. And you just press this button. Oh, sorry. Uh, look, it's, it's, it's a prototype model. It's very good. We're going to need to retrieve that and try and walk past them and see what happens. I think um, some sort of role. Do you have like a sort of a persuade or a sort of social role you'd like to use? Uh, yes, I'm sure I do. Uh, <laughs> I just assumed it was going to work the first time. Without Regardless of the outcome, I was persuaded. Jessica comes out of the snow. I will take one. I want one. <laughs> <laughs> All that. Yeah, you, just, you hear from the snow pad, it's like, hmm. <laughs> listen to, listen, you can listen to our uh, <laughs> our very positive reviews. Uh, I may have rolled a four plus one for persuade. You seem to have dropped your little pole here. Unfortunately, I'm not interested. In fact, this isn't even my house. I'm just here doing. He looks around. Never mind. And he goes. He sort of turns around and goes to get the arrow that you've left in his room. Yeah, well, I, I go to try to pick it up, but I pretend to like stumble and I fall. Oh dear! Whoa, whoa. And I like fall into the house. Um, I'm like, oh, so sorry. No, and I'm just taking a look around. I'm trying to like get, get, get back to my feet. Okay, so he, so when you kind of enter through, it's very, very cold. There's a fireplace to one side, and no one in ten towns lets their fireplace go. Even when they're out the house, they keep it going because mm. once it, a house gets cold, it really, really difficult to warm up. Completely cold. He's got this bag. He's opened it up, and he's right, like it's it's like a cloth across the floor, and mm -hmm. on it are piled different supplies. You see, there's a whole bunch of like dried rations, like food. There's a cask of what you guess is probably oil, mm. um, and then there's some wood, and there's some other basically supplies. And then mm -hmm. at the other end of the thing is a whole load of weapons. Does the house feel cold? Yes, freezing. Okay, so. Yeah, I don't know what to make of any of that. I'm like, that, uh, and I'm saying this in Dwarvish, that is a lot of weapons. <laughs> yeah, well, I've got a lot of things that I need to kill. Wait, wait, ho hold on, hold on here. Look, clearly you've got something you need to kill. Perhaps you could use help. Maybe, uh, maybe I could uh, be of service. No. 
Door to door killers. No. <laughs> door to door. You don't want this thing. Well, we could kill people for you. Trying to make a buck. <laughs> so, um, I will let you roll. Um, so you can give me a persuade roll if you want, but you are going to be rolling at disadvantage because he clearly just wants you out of his house. Um. Uh, look. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm going to kind of nod uh, discreetly to Graham. Mm-hmm. Look, th- thank you very much for your time. Uh, I appreciate your time, and I can tell you're very interested in our product, but because you're not the owner of this property, we've actually broken several bylaws by even trying to sell you something. Um, if, if, you're, if your landlord comes back and he wants, you know, you can let him know that we're in the area selling products. We'll just be taking that little pole and heading on your way. Thank you very much for your time, I'm just, sir. I start walking backwards very slowly. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, yeah, that, that. That's all. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. And I'm closing the door and then. <laughs> so what did you roll? I, I didn't roll. <laughs> I just oh, okay. walked out. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. I was like, this you is a disadvantage. Idea. I said, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So he, he basically, the door closes and you're out in the snow again. Uh, Graham, my good man. Uh, once I distracted him with the pole, I thought a man of your, uh, renowned you've told me several stories over the last couple of days of your exploits of uh, infiltrating houses maybe that's the way you should have went with your particular set of skills absolutely i can i can actually get on that right now so i'm gonna i'll, is it, I'll look at the house to see if there's a way in <laughs> right so while you two are kind of like um trying to kind of case the house for a b and e Yeska, you're, I guess you're kind of crouched around the side, sort of out the way. Sort of, all the houses in Ten Towns are on stilts because if they heat up, then they melt the permafrost underneath, which obviously isn't going to make the best foundation. So you're kind of ducked down, and you you see out the back that this dwarf has basically done a runner, and he's climbed down the back steps, and he is disappearing off in the direction of Mare Duldon, the uh, the lake. I'm going to rush him. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to scream, enter rage, and then tackle him. (laughs) So the snow mound explodes. (laughs) Amazing. Okay. Um, So as you do that, let's switch the camera over to Jarl and Gon, who are following this blood trail. Uh, Listen, uh, I I should have told you all and been been straight with you from the beginning, but... uh, (sighs) There was something in that mine. This is this is all our fault. See, here's the thing, and this is as we're walking. Mm. I'm just kind of like <laughs> shedding all the things I haven't said. <laughs> so we we decided after these bad dreams happened, we should just collapse the mine, collapse the entrance. So we we all we all drew straws. So it'd be the a, entrance to the cave that you found, not the mine itself. Correct, yeah. Yeah, the the, the, the the cavern that was uh, exposed in the deepest part of this mine, we thought, listen, let's just collapse that section of it uh, and just be done with it. Maybe these dreams will go away. So we, we, we are sitting there and we, we are like, okay, we'll draw straws. That, that, that'll solve it. And so then we, we draw them. And of course, uh, Dale draws the smallest. And so we, we're standing there watching him go to do it. He's going to knock out the, the support beams and and then we see someone has got a tentacle and it just it just snatches him and we run and we just left him there and I don't I don't know I, uh, it's just now the blood everywhere I can't hear I have to we have to solve this I, I, I don't know maybe my sleep is because of my guilt 
haven't felt this kind of shivers through my back since we since we saw that comet land. I don't know. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Talking to, oh yeah, the dire wolf the entire time. <laughs> right. I'm just like subscribe. Thanks the, for listening. The wolf just, like just, like, <laughs> like just tired of listening. <laughs> Continues on. Exposition, exposition, exposition. <laughs> the trail has led you back to the gemstone mine, somewhere you've not been for almost a ten day. The mine itself is in a depression. Um, there's almost like a large quarry around it. The trail kind of ends a bit before there, but it's quite clear that's where you're going. And you get to the mine entrance, or at least you get to the top of this kind of quarry, looking down over the lip at the mine entrance, and you see that it is blocked. It looks like someone has piled a whole load of, like, I guess, like, small rocks and boulders, nothing huge, and then there's, like, sticks and twigs and it looks like some sort of stolen furs and things have been piled partially dropping the block blocking the door and a sign is hanging on in front of it although you're too far away to read it uh, so we've, we've definitely closed up everything since the murders but I also have to say uh, I haven't felt more than hand uh, guiding me ever since I ran. But I, I feel a bit of his warmth coming back to me as I return to these mines. Do Can I do just, like, perception to see if I can hear or or see anything? Is is is, could, would, is anyone around, or, is, or does the trail just go into the mine? The trail sort of died off a bit back, um, but as a wolf, you can still sense it, so you can see this trail, or multiple trails going into the mine, yeah. Okay. I, I hunker down and I start stealthing towards the entrance of the mine. And see it. Then I stop, you know, a few steps forward to see if he's following. And if he's yeah. not, I'll go back to him. He is following? Yeah, I, 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 go, I go real quick and I just kind of trace uh, a Morden sigil in the, uh, in the snow. And I kind of look reserved as I move forward to follow you. And yeah, move forward, uh, stealthing into the mine to see if we see anything just in the entrance or, or how far it goes. So the to get into the mine, when you get a bit closer, you can see that you'd have to clamber over this, I guess, barricade. And the sign on the front, written in strangely neat handwriting, is the words, Perish, ye who all enter here. And then below that, it says, Murderers, beware. Well, uh, that wasn't here before. <laughs> but you know what? This is no time for uh, letting fear guide us. <laughs> and I just rip it down. That showed them. <laughs> <laughs> I like you. <laughs> Growl at it as he does it, and then, yeah, move on into the mine. Okay, so you clamber over and immediately it's completely different Like from being outside where the roaring of the wind is just this constant background noise and suddenly it's silence apart from the kind of like drip, drip of the, I guess, melting water and there is a, a sort of stream heading down the middle and you can see where the rails are where the, um, the sort of mine carts were pushed back and forth 
Um, you know your way around this mine pretty well, Jarl, although you, you haven't worked the top levels for very many years. So you walk maybe 10 foot down and you end up in a large room, which is where a lot of the, the, the ore is sorted. But all this has been knocked over, like the machinery has been smashed. And there's three passageways, one to the left, one to the right, and one straight on. Now you know that the one to the left will eventually lead the way you've come. But this is mainly where the minecarts went. And it went all the way through the kind of mine, twisting and turning, so that you could pick up all the different things. The way to the right is the quickest way down to the... Um, the, the lift that will take you down to the second level and then the third level. And what what direction does the trail go in, or the scent go in? The trail is just everywhere. Even your um, your wolf scent can't determine it. Whatever creatures have been out murdering the miners and have caused all sorts of terribleness in the temple, though you didn't find out exactly what, they have been all over this mine. So the particular one that I was following is just everywhere here? Everywhere, yeah. Okay, I'm going to drop the shape. Oh shit! <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I was, I was, I was, you were a wolf, and then you came. Um, <clears throat> sorry, that was just very suppressed. <laughs> I apologize. Um, the trail I was following—it's—it's uh, it's everywhere in here. I can't distinguish. Um, what kind of creatures live in this mine? I, I mean, like, the the last, the last, usually ruckus is usually caused by some kobolds and giant rats, but whatever took our friend had tentacles I mean we barely escaped with our lives but listen uh, with a hero like yourself I think there's nothing to fear plus if Morden expects me to leave today that is his will um perhaps we should go to the I know our, our friends uh went to the cavern already to investigate the mine but maybe they're down there already Post haste. Go find them. Uh, I would. I would like to. Like, if there's, there, I'm assuming that there's maybe lanterns or torches around because it is a, was an active mine. There, there absolutely are. Although they're all extinguished currently. Well, I can make fire. Can I? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Finding a torch or a lantern in the mine is no problem at all. Yeah. Okay. Um, which way do you want to head? Do you want to head down to the, the sort of longer winding way to the left? Do you want to head to the the way straight on is going to be a different route, but the way to the right is the way that you would normally take. I'm a, I, I was going to lead us towards the lift. Um, see, here's the thing that 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 will take you down, but it is a winding route uh, through the cogs. It'll take us much longer. If, if they are in trouble, we should take the lift. That'll take us directly down. Um, but let, let me do this real quick. And I just kind of etch in a little uh, fresh Morden symbol uh, where the <laughs> Everywhere lift is. Everywhere you go. Um, <laughs> just in case our, uh, if our, if our uh, friends are behind us, they'll, they'll see the symbol or anyone will know that I, I came this way. A little breadcrumb. Smart. Okay, you start making your way through the mine, obviously lit by the, the sort of faint flickering light of the lantern. And you notice ahead, um, you've probably been going for about, I don't know, five or ten minutes, not far, and you're very aware of your footfalls on the floor, this sort of crunch, crunch of the pair of you. You feel like you're sort of walking in tandem for a moment, and then suddenly you hear something else. Like, you, you hear this, like, so crunch, crunch for gone, and then crunch, crunch for gone, and suddenly, like, crunch, crunch, crunch. And then when you stop, that crunch, crunch, crunch stops. And it's as if someone is mimicking your footfalls, but doing it well enough that you, like, is it just an echo? You're not sure. And you sort of turn around every now and again and there's nothing there. 
And then you see ahead that the passageway is completely blocked. Another one of these barricades has been set up. And standing in front of it are three figures, each one probably the size of a child, completely hooded, dark-faced. And you just see in the flickering light that what is visible under the hoods appears to be a white appears to be white skulls. Mm. Alright then. Let's switch the camera over. (laughs) (laughs) Alright then, let's switch. (laughs) So yes I'm Zalvez and welcome to QPC. I believe that you were just about to tackle the dwarf who was making a run for it. So the way we're gonna do this, if you're okay with it, is you can either um sort of like probably the what I want is a is a strength athletics role actually as you try and take him down. Okay, cool. Um yeah. My athletics is good, so this is looking positive. <laughs> um so it's a seventeen modified. Wow. Okay, like he start like he sees you coming and this sort of, I can imagine that are you quite a tall half orc? A lot of half orcs are very, very large. Oh yeah, he's like Absolute yes. unit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Walking tank. <laughs> Life's in the life in the mind. <laughs> so as you start plowing through the snow, like he sees you and panics and starts running too. But he just cannot outrun you. In fact, let's actually find out. I will do it. I will give him a chance because you know, this is DMD. So he is pretty tough. He gets Oh, he actually gets a 21. Oh, so, no. So, so you, you charge towards wait, wait, are him. Are you raging? Oh, yeah. You yeah. get advantage. Oh, yeah. No, no. Get out DM. I think we're going to stay with this for now. So you launch yourself forward, and you almost have him, but his stocky dwarven legs just power forward, and you find yourself sliding across the snow at full speed. He's just jumped over you. He looks down and just starts running, um, and he is heading in the direction of the lake, but he is outpacing you, and you are now on the ground. Um, although still quite sliding at, 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 at <laughs> quite a speed with that 17. Quite a cliff. <laughs> um, uh, uh, Graham and Zalfiz, I will say that you have seen this. Probably, I, I imagine okay. maybe Yeska, you gave out a shout like a battle call. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah! <laughs> uh, what's that practice? I'm a minor. <laughs> Zalfiz, check now. <laughs> so, um, uh, would they, like, as I check down the side of the house i can see the back and that he's mm. made a legger for it um would i be able to chuck my harpoon uh <laughs> to just try and like just <laughs> see if so i can catch him in the legs <laughs> yeah uh, absolutely yeah give, give me that roll oh god is there any way i can like put my hand on his harpoon to see him doing this and like, if you I'm, do I'm it'll send you here. with the harpoon <laughs> do you want to do that <laughs> I, don't, I really don't. I've killed too many characters in this guy. Like, you said you're like, you know, you don't weigh that much. We'll see how good my throw is. 35, 35 pounds, wow. yeah. So I'm not going to roll the initiative, but I will say whoever has the highest decks can act first. So who's got the higher decks? That's not me. He's a rogue. I have a plus two. Uh, my decks is what plus number? three. You're 16, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah. So, so, yeah, so go, go for it. Your you're okay. Cool, baby. Um, oh, wait. I just rolled uh, 16. Wow. Okay. So yeah, that does it. <laughs> like, 
Um, so yeah, give me a damage roll to see, see where to you hit it. I have to spell grease. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, to you're trying to cast grease oh, on the harpoon. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not gonna cast grease. I'm trying. I'm trying to not kill him, man. No, I'm, I'm not <laughs> trying to kill him either. A, I'm aiming for a damage his roll. Yeah, damage well, roll. I mean, yeah. oh, dear. We'll see how well that went. <laughs> we'll see how well that went indeed. Yeah, it's a one d six plus three, isn't it? It is. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's take a look. He's running away. Harpoon him. <laughs> Five damage. Right, that's in the legs. Oh, like <laughs> I mean, it, it has it has struck him badly, and he just there's like a spray of blood ah. um, as he and he just begins to pinwheel across the floor. I mean, he was going at a speed. Oh, and he I thought it'd be like, like he get pinned into the ice, and then and then Jessica just slides into him. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, he, he does, and then he just. He's just like laid face down the ice. There's this like splash of blood behind him. And no. I will say, Yeska, you kind of slide, whoosh, penguin on your belly, <laughs> and just stop next to him. And he's just like face down in the in the ice. So can can Zalfis like calmly walk back and Miss Penguin just kind of stand on her head? So I'm now like five foot tall. Miss Penguin kind of just <laughs> the slap him, slap him in the face going. The town thinks we're heroes. Stop trying to kill people. So, uh, I, I, I could have cast grease. He would have slipped. <laughs> You've not. And then, as as we're doing, like we're walking towards him, um, and still let you go away. You're lucky. I'm able to patch up people pretty good. Get to him and go. Look, I'm sorry you didn't want to buy a collapsing pole, and then my friend took offense and hit you with a harpoon. But let us solve the problem, and we'll give you a discount. I'm gonna cast cure wounds. Out. Okay. Um. So. <laughs> So I guess let's have a moment. So Jessica, you kind of slide up to him and you're lying on your side and you're facing him. He's lying on his side facing you and he sort of opens his one eye and goes, Jessica, is that you? Yeah. Hey, what's up, Dorf? (laughs) (laughs) Still on your belly next to him. How's how's your leg? What's going on? Uh, You were running somewhere and I was fixing to stop you, but... Eh? You, you stopped. <laughs> What's going on, man? You, you drill. He needs me. He, he's hiding out on a boat in the lake. He doesn't want to die like the rest of you. Please. I mean, I think I'm dying. Take the supplies in my house to your drill. Save him from these creatures. Like he's not dying at all. Like he's got a nasty wound. <laughs> All right, Dorf. You've already you've all always had a flair for the dramatics, but listen, in this town, if you haven't taken a harpoon to the leg, who are you? <laughs> all you can hear in the background is "Yes, got him." You're like, <laughs> I'm like fist pumping the air, like, ooh, mm-hmm. <laughs> cool <Okay>. moment. <laughs> um, again, I'm very conscious of time, so as the four of you, I guess, head off in the direction of the lake, let's switch the camera back to Jarl and Gon, who are facing off against these hooded figures. You have a very threatened presence about yourself, and uh, I'll give you one second to introduce yourself and uh, be kind uh, and let us know what's going on here, or you'll meet the uh, <clears throat> you'll meet what Morden has in store for you. And I just seem to crack like every bone in my body over and over again. <laughs> and like Gon will stand up to like full height, which like because he's normally hunched a bit, and he just stands up to like full height, and he's just like towering over these things that are like <laughs> the size of small children. Takes one point of damage off the roof. Yeah, bangs my head, <laughs> punches again. 
Ow! <laughs> so the first small figure um, has got it again. Its, its head is completely covered. It's probably only about three foot high, and it it raises its hand, which starts glowing with red fire. Okay, so it's gonna be like that. They just stare at you in silence. Who are you? What are you doing here? Well, this is a conversation, uh, gentlemen, or, or gentlewomen, or gentle them. Uh, <clears throat> would you like to perform some sort of discourse with us? Or do we have to do the same thing? And I'm going to start making it. Uh, <laughs> oh, raise me. <laughs> Let some fire build in it. <laughs> so he pulls back his hood. And at first it appears to be a skull. This like the first bit, you kind of get this white pointy note and it pulls it back further and further and further. And you realize you're mistaken. It isn't a skull at all. This is a, this is a kobold. This is one of the Icewind oh. Dale kobolds that have the like white skin of the white dragon. Oh, this is not the bit. This is just a couple of kobolds. <laughs> get out of here. Get up. Come on, get, get out of here. Banging my shield with my, with my club. <laughs> get, get. Shit. Come on. Come on. Get out of here. We got, we got work to do. Get out of the way. <laughs> the kobold steps forward and goes, what voice was going to use the kobold? <laughs> I feel there's only one that I can use. Well, the master has said that you have to die, right? All of you and the miners from down below, you have to die. So we're going to kill you. Every single one of you. Oh, no. And Come then on. suddenly there's this like shout from behind. And then from behind this barricade, you can hear the sounds of running feet. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, we got a lot of them then. Listen, mm. <clears throat> uh, are, you, are you ready to die? Are you ready to meet your maker? Because that's exactly what's going to happen the moment you make any move towards us. Now, I will not be blackmailed by some ineffectual soft lizard. <laughs> you say that right but the master he is more powerful than you and he works for the tentacled creature from below and he is said to mess you all up so we're gonna mess you all up and they all pull back their skull and they all go mess you up mess you up mess you up right <laughs> and then... I want to cast a guiding bolt on the lead one weirdly charming <laughs> okay uh, give me that surprise round you can roll with advantage I bet these guys do parkour too oh all right. Um, <laughs> what is going on? All right. So twenty-three uh, is the fr as uh, twenty-three and an eight, um, and seventeen damage. <laughs> you just blow him. In fact, you tell me what happens to this, <laughs> this head cobalt. <laughs> I, I look at him like, all right, and uh, I kind of twist. Guiding bolt looks like this. Give him the horns. Yeah. Um, and as I kind <laughs> nice. of flick my finger, this bolt just crushes out and just rips off the, his head so it's just a it's just mm. a uh neck down is all that's left that just kind of crumbles to the ground how are we considered heroes <laughs> so the one next to him kind of looks down at his friend and he goes for the master and then there's this i don't know if you've ever played halo when the swarm starts like pouring yeah. over the walls and Can then I... like like five and then six and then seven and then you reckon there must be 20 of these things start crawling over this barricade and charging towards you um can you can have a surprise round. you can have that moment the barricade itself you said the one upstairs was made of like furs and rocks and stuff like that mm. is the same one here um, there's no furs. It's mainly kind of like um, it's mainly probably rocks and things they've dragged from the mine. There's like a mine cart or a couple of mine carts. 
Anything wooden, anything flammable, basically. I want to set it on fire. Yeah, you can. There's, there's probably enough to set on fire. What are you going to use? I, I want to do well. First of all, like in the center point of it, where they're all coming over, I want to cast bonfire anyway, which will be a five foot square. And if they go over it, they take damage, or they have to, I guess, roll to avoid damage and confirm that. Um, no, they just take damage if they run over it. Oh no, if they succeed in a dexterity saving throw. Uh, okay. They don't, but otherwise they take 1d8 damage. And I just like to cast it in the middle of it and try to set the barricade on fire, as much of it as I can. Okay, I mean, they're going to still come. Like They they seem like they're, they're running with fanaticism. Are you going to stay and battle this horde, or are you going to try and make it out of there? I kind of look over at Gerald and I'm like, do you want to stay and fight this, or I don't see our friends. I'm not. There's a lot of them. <laughs> the day for cowards ends now! Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, a bit intense. A bit intense. Gone. <laughs> Twenty kobolds. Uh, they're nothing but kobolds. You see what happened? <laughs> okay. Right. They're, no- they're nothing but large lizards. <laughs> Nineteen kobolds. That was so easy. <laughs> Listen, I'll, I'll take eleven. You take eight. But that done. Um... <laughs> Yeah, uh, Jarrah looks over and at his side again, there is a dire wolf. <laughs> nice. Okay, um, as, as you kind of t- tackle impossible odds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if Joe was expecting this. We're going we're gonna to bully a guy on yeah, the ground remember now. When, <laughs> remember when we were going to go to the mines and instead yeah. we shot like, my friend's brother in the legs with a harpoon? 20 minutes ago, if my gr- friends show up, a grieving man. here's a sigil of where we are. It's been a tough week. His brother's died. He's been shot. Well, can't have everything. Okay, so um, so you so that we're going to return the camera back to Graham, Zalfiz, and Jeska as you you stroll side by side with um, Dorf to the lake, and Dorf is sort of chatting away, and he keeps on like glancing behind him at all times, like pretty surely something's after us. So I've got all these supplies, right? And we're going to camp out on the lake on one of the boats. There's no way anything bad can happen there. Yeah, there's never been any situations with boats and people dying or stuff coming from beneath them from the deep. Great idea. What makes him think there's something following him? Like, has he seen things? Is he crazy? Has he heard things? Did he get a note saying, P.S. you're next in a creepy bad penmanship window message? Well... Probably shouldn't be telling you this, but he's been having these nightmares ever since um, they ended up. Dark, dark crystals can't climb Gaddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right? you know about this. So anyway, um, they uncovered this room full of strange crystals, and they all started having nightmares. And after a few days, they decided they were going to knock down the roof, knock down the roof, and collapse it on collapse it on these crystals maybe the nightmares will stop right but they didn't, okay. they didn't really want to go in so they drew straws drew straws to see who would go in and the one that lost was a little halfling member of their crew called Dale Dale Nimbletoes and he went in something was in there waiting for him something large with tentacles Hmm. They all oh, ran, but, and ever since then, but he collapsed. The, he collapsed the mine. Yeah, I remember. I was also there. Of course you were, Jessica. Of course you were. Well, ever since then, whatever was in there has been hunting them. It's coming out, murdering them in the night, 
We're still getting these. Well, they're still getting these nightmares. You, are you getting the nightmares, Jessica? Oh yeah, of course. I just don't understand why Yudril would decide to leave while the rest of us are t- in town just to get murdered. I guess. I mean, I thought we were friends, but whatever. Well, we can see here, and there's um, you've you've basically been making your way over the frozen lake, where there's a boat that's been anchored about maybe ten foot from the ice and then the ladder has been laid across the gap well that's not good that's not good at all no uh what what does that mean Uh, I think it means someone's taken whatever was in the boat oh god and he starts running forward Mm mm-hmm Uh, just so you know, a lot of things with tentacles tend to live in water, so the boredia may be, you know, not the greatest choice, but... Yeah, As he run starts water. running, I grip my harpoon, but I remember that I'm, I shouldn't, so I put it back. It's fine. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm like, whoa, whoa, sorry. Steady your own hand. <laughs> Steady. So, yeah, uh, Zelf is going to follow up after him, but, like, at a, like, nice, safe, five-foot, less grabbable distance by tentacles. Mm. Okay, uh, can you all give me a perception roll, please? So I rolled a 22 modified. Nice. Uh, I can go. Ah. You can go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, about that. I rolled a four. <laughs> so, so I guess the other two are moving ahead as Elf is, and I guess they're kind of balancing their way across the ladder, following hmm. Dwarf into the boat. You're looking around, Elf is, and you see that from the ladder there is a blood trail heading towards the woods going across the ice hmm so Zelf is going to take a hard right and follow the blood trail and go in uh, I think I found a problem guys it seems to be uh, you know we, we may have a body or uh, just another harp- I don't know the, another blood trail this this place is nothing but blood <laughs> trails and tentacles like I don't get this whole goddamn ice wind as, you, as you say that there's this scream as, Jod, as um, Dwarf goes no and lying in the, the, the boat, in the open boat, is the head of your once companion, Vieska, the minor Yudril. Oh. Only oh. his head. Dagnabbit! Has been taken away. Dagnabbit! <laughs> well, I mean. Oh, shucks. <laughs> this is in great odds, I'll tell you that. I'm, I'm, let me just take a seat. Uh, you don't see a, de- a head of your friend every day. I mean, yeah. unless you're me, I guess. Whew. Whee! Well, how is Dorf holding up? I'm obviously shook Dorf, up. Dorf is really upset, and he's looking around mm. going, Right, we've got to get him. We've got to get him. And he's looking around for, for any kind of... And I guess at this moment, self is, that's when you shout there's a trail. Yeah, so uh, look, guys, uh, let's let's not get dramatic here. There's a trail. We can still catch whoever's done this. There's no point. Like, it doesn't make... It's not practical. This is what I call myself is the practical. It's not practical to waste time on something we can't change. So let's see if we can solve the problem by following this trail. Who's with me? On um, three, right? One, two... No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> like, it's not practical for you to mourn the fact that your brother just got decapitated. It's good. I will be grabbing the head. <laughs> I'm not called Zelf is the emotion. I mean, it, 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 it makes sense. There's understood, a time for understood. mourning. Right. There's a time for mourning. It's not when we're in mortal well, danger. what do you suggest Nobody we do then, Zelf If everyone's... I say we don't die and we follow the blood trail. Blood I trail? think that's a great what idea. Blood? And then he... 
Well, I'm standing in the blood oh. trail and like he's shaking his foot and like <laughs> the spares of blood coming up. Like, I, I mean, it's, it's it's pretty obvious. So it's not a difficult trail to follow, um, and it basically heads to the edge of the lake and a little bit through the woods, and that's where it gets get more tricky to follow. And I, what I believe, can you give me, um, Zalfiz, an investigation roll, just to see if you can do it quickly, whether it's going to have, whether there's going to be moments where you get lose it and go back and forth. I got 19 with a plus, so 16 with a plus 3. Straight there. Total. You can follow the trail. You see all, you basically le- leads you straight to what appears to be not a mine shaft, but maybe like an air shaft. So when you, you're really deep down, you often do these kind of mines off to one side to allow air to the, the miners deep down. And this appears to where uh, the top grate has been wrenched off and the blood trail goes down it. Now this trail, this this hole is probably maybe only a foot and a half in diameter. Like it's not huge, maybe a bit more, maybe just under two foot in diameter. But it's tight and it's steep. Uh, it appears to have come from this mine, in this mine shaft uh, vent. And I have just the equipment to get us right down it safely. Ah. Uh, takes out his little extendable arrow, lays it across the hole, presses the button. And then gets out his rope out of his pack and just makes a basically like ties it around the capsule pole and throws the rope down the hole. So I think the best thing for us to do uh, is stop whatever is down there before it murders Jessica or your very, very fanatical cleric friend. Yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> That's probably, um, yeah. Probably, yeah. Good idea. You're the heroes. <laughs> I trust you. I trust your judgment. I'm just trying yeah. not to get decapitated like a my friend. Yeah. So you drill. It's not a good look. Not a good look at all. See, I guess okay. as you make this decision, let's flick the camera over to Jarl and Gon. Now, as you can imagine, when level two characters try and take on twenty, even if they're kobolds, it, it doesn't go well. Nineteen. Nineteen. Sorry. Um, so you kind of open your eyes there's pain all over you you have taken a beating and you can hear this like really angry argument do we do either of you speak draconic um no i do not believe so no i think that speaks odd languages that's the only one he doesn't speak i actually have like five languages so you, you hear like one side of this argument so one cobalt is saying something you don't understand at all it just sounds like this really kind of angry <laughs> and the other one's going i told you before the master doesn't like us speaking in that language you've got to speak common now we've got to speak like proper people and the other one's like so as i said i think we should chop their heads off you know the master's thing doesn't like to eat heads doesn't like brains chop the heads off take them down and we can feed it to them and we'll be you know like really big in the master's eyes the master will be happy with us and the other one goes and then like three others go like, not happy i told you speak in common and then at that <laughs> moment you, both, you sort of open your <laughs> eyes and you're you're kind of pretty much surrounded there's a circle of kobolds and you're off to one side your back is up against something hard and these two kobolds are arguing in the center of the circle and you're, you're kind of up against one of the mine carts and you're you're tied up am i uh, did they beat me so much that i came out of v-shape yeah, yeah yeah okay i don't know if this was the greatest idea and i don't know where our friends are what do you I think mean, we should we're do not next dead yet so it's a pretty good true. idea um, how are we looking, I guess, health-wise? 
Um, I'm just I'm going to gloss over that. We'll just keep. All right, cool. Because it's not um, Cool. Um, do how how tight are these ropes? Like, so these are these are cobalt ropes. They probably haven't tied you up particularly well. You probably could break free, but obviously you're still surrounded by 19 kobolds. And in fact, you sort of look up and there's a kobold right above you sitting on the, you know, the bit of the minecart that sort of controls the brake and speed and things. He's like just sat on there, just right above you. All right. And you're um, in that, you know, the first room that we talked about with the three passageways. Oh, so we're back at the start yeah. of the mine. Yeah. Okay. Um, who, who Who is your master? I, I talked to the one who's got the fantastic accent. Hey, they're awake! All right, we need to get you down to the master. Right, um, come on, let's get him in. Screw, we won't cut the heads off just yet. I, I completely forgot. I, I, these are proper people. These aren't just kobolds. These speak in common. See, I told you, we need to start speaking in common now. Come on. I agree. Listen, uh, you are. You must be the leader. You definitely seem like the uh, most educated and handsome. Yeah, so proper. So very proper. <laughs> we've only got like, we've only got like 10, 10, 15 minutes left of this show. So I'm not arguing with you and I'm not falling for that shit. So get in the fucking minecart and we're going to get you down here. And then like, you feel like hands underneath you trying to push you into this like Well, you know, cart. if you're going to do this proper, you did have to untie us. You should know that. I mean, unless you're not a proper gentleman. <laughs> What are you talking about? Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was worth a shot. <laughs> um, and so they sort of heave you into this minecart one by one. Right, now we chop their heads off. Where's that bloody axe gone? Oh. Hmm. Gone at the stage of stands follow up. Follow my lead. Okay, yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> and uh, I'm, uh, I'm going to look at the, uh, the goblin who's controlling the lever. Yeah. I'm going to cast command and say pull. Oh, okay. God. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, oh God. Boy. Okay. Uh, so does he get a saving throw? <laughs> he does. It's a spell save uh, DC 13. He rolls. He rolls a throw. Oh, <laughs> yeah. We're going on an adventure. <laughs> oh, God. Adventure. Oh, no. They're getting away right. Get on the bloody minecart. <laughs> And so, like, your minecart starts rolling and picking up speed and bombing its way through the mine. And then the guy, the kobold that was shouting, jumps on another minecart, and you can see him. What? You, uh, you can see him, Jar. Gone. You can't see anything. You're at the bottom of this minecart with, like, God on top of you, with uh, Jar on top of you. And then you've got this other, this kobold steering it. Um, right. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> um, you can it tell it's picking up speed. Um, let's see how this goes. Um, how do you want to do this? I think let's do this as a quick. I don't know if you ever played fourth edition. Let's mm -hmm. do this as My a gosh. sort of old-fashioned skill challenge. You need, let's say, you need three successes. How would you like to start off, Jarl? You're in charge right away. Yeah, Jarl's gonna go ahead and uh, uh, use his, his dwarven might to just rip these uh, ropes off, so he can kind of steady himself and and help. Uh, uh, game kind of, uh, you know, so that we're not on top of each other bound. Nice, yeah. okay. I would also, yeah. Give me that strength roll. Alright, nice. that's a, a 14 uh, plus 1. <clears throat> that is a pass. Okay, you rip yourself free, and suddenly oh, the... No! the the minecart is flying <laughs> over a huge open space. Down below is this huge tunnel going straight down into the Underdark, and the minecart is flying over it. Uh, Gon, give us a roll. 
Um, okay, I want to also break my restraint, so I'll do a strength check uh, also. So the one rule with uh, fourthy with with the skill challenge you do is you can't use the same skill in a row. So what Joel uses strength athletics, you need to use a different thing. So skill challenges are all about kind of like giving numbers and roles to a narrative construct, so make, sort of making it fun. So you need to use a different type of skill. You could do wild shape and arcade. Survival, break your thumb so you can slide out. Break your own thumb. Yeah, you can do like slight hands. Uh, I'd like to just do... I'd like dexterity and I'd like to try to like throw, trip the uh, cobalt that's on the front off of the minecart. Okay, you can absolutely do that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know if I have any dexterity. I plus one, cool. Um, Roll. I got a 16 plus 1, a 17. Nice, okay. So he goes <laughs> flying off and there's like a boom, 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 boom and the minecart tips over as he's run over by it and you nearly <laughs> fall out. But you carry on going and you find yourself going steeper and steeper and steeper, turning a corner, almost being knocked out as you're onto the second level of the mine. Behind you, you can hear the kobold shouting, all right, get him, get him, they're getting away. We need more weight in this goddamn thing. And um, <laughs> you can hear like a crossbow bolt fire into the back of your minecart. Um, Jarl, give us another roll. You need your last success. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, uh, I'd like to just make a swipe at one of the support beams as we cross by it. Nice. Okay. Uh, what kind of skill would you say that is? Um, I-, I was going to say uh, uh, maybe a wisdom. Uh, uh, knowing, knowing where exactly to hit it so for the maximum amount of collapse. Nice. Like an, like a... Um, yeah, so, I think that's else. a really good idea. I like it. Okay, give me that wisdom roll. Oh man, here we go. Oh no! <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy, he's not that wise. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay, so that's, what'd you that's get? six. So that is a fail. So you kind of crash your, your axe or your hammer into it, and you just hit it in completely the wrong place. And your arm just judders for a moment. You almost drop the axe. You almost go flying out of the cart. But this is a fail, and you notice from behind you that your action has actually slowed you down and the kobolds are catching you up. Gone, you're round. Can I cast Entangle on the kobolds, uh, Minecart? You absolutely can, but rather because we're in a skill challenge, we do this yeah, as an Yeah, so I'll do that. Role. I'll do Arcana, yeah. Or you uh, can do it as a nature roll, if you prefer. Oh, hell yeah. I'll, oh, wait, no, that's the exact same. <laughs> They're both the exact same, so okay. yeah. I'll do uh, Arcana. <laughs> <laughs> three plus two <laughs> I so like, five. the the sort of nature your your sort of spell takes hold onto the the metal rails the minecart and these sort of like tendrils of plants begin to come up and grasp but growing out of metal is obviously not the best place for them and as they grasp onto the minecart behind you they they just get flung away and don't slow it down at all in fact by leaning backwards and casting this spell you've exposed yourself to the chance of getting hit I need you to take 1d4 points of damage from a kobold arrow so you take 2 points of damage Um, Jarl you're round you've now got 2 successes 2 failures let's see how this Uh, last roll goes I guess uh, I guess I'll do um, I'm gonna do a maybe a survival uh, check but I'm gonna use uh, I'm I'm gonna flavor it as using uh, uh, thelmaturgy uh, okay. on them to maybe right right where the right place to shake to maybe drop some some rock on them or something <laughs> nice i love um, it okay give us that survival roll that's a nice idea no, you shall not pass <laughs> hmm. 
Oh, all right, that's a 17. Oh, wow. Okay, you, you, your booming voice echoes across the tunnel, and there's this kind of like rumble which starts off low and gets louder and louder and louder, and there's this huge crash as the, the rock slide from behind you explodes, filling the corridor and completely blocking off the roll. The, uh, the passageway for the kobolds and your minecart continues down until it opens out into the third level the place that you have been dreading for this ten day and you see ahead the corridor leading to the geo chamber let's move the camera over to where Graham, um, Jeska and Zalfiz are flying down this tunnel at full speed. Unless, did you say you're using a rope's outfit? Yeah, I didn't think this true, as it's a mine and I have 50 feet of rope, but it took some of this thing out of the, the trip. I yeah, yeah. And, and, and if we had more time, we absolutely would do this, probably as another skill challenge. But I think what we're going to do is we are going to say that this, this like helter skelter, this almost water slide, probably like ice slide, <laughs> and you're flying down through into the darkness and eventually leads you again to the place that Graham Voss you have been dreaming about for the last 10 days the geo chamber you tumble out of the passageway and just by sheer coincidence I mean you wouldn't believe it but you arrive right in front of Gon and Jarl oh what the yes, good to see you again hey Jarl <laughs> As you I, do. I can see why you guys mind. This is really fun. We like if that's how you gotta work every day. That puts a smile on my yeah, face. You know, <laughs> if you love the work that you do, you never work a day in your life. That's, that's what I think. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, we don't love this though. This well, I mean, hey, by the way, no. Yundril, he's dead. Okay, well that checks out. Yeah. <laughs> is that why you have his head with you? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming. It was kobolds. Uh, I don't know. He, he was gonna leave, but we got a bunch. Of, we got kobold problem. No, oh, are we? Is yeah. no kobolds? We 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 met a very nice man, and then we stabbed him. It turns we out we harpooned was him. That was our that was our <laughs> yeah. story. I, mean, I like how everyone we, we say we blame for that one. Anyway, it's a team yeah. effort, but there is definitely <laughs> one person at fault. So you you hear a voice echoing down the corridor from the shining geo chamber and you see a shadow incredibly long horned and winged approaching you and the voice goes right you probably thought it was kobold but actually it was me all along and a kobold steps into the light with wings and <laughs> horns <laughs> oh did this um <clears throat> Uh, I mean, do we do we know you? Sorry? Yeah, are you a, a person of importance? Because you just look like a little kobold in plain dr dress up. Yeah. What on earth are you talking about? I'm Dale. Dale oh, Nimblefingers. Oh. You, you buggers, you killed me. Well, I mean, mm, you mean to, I don't know about that. I didn't. Not a tentacle killed you. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah, right. I t That's actually the story I heard. With the horns and the wings. I mean, guys, it's very obviously evil. Surely you got this when you're working Yeah, you're right. Tentacle will be here in a moment. He's a monster from down below. And he points down to this, like, this chasm leading down and down and down into the Underdark. And Graham, you recognize this. Jarl uh, and Yeska, you recognize this. This is the cavern from your nightmares. This tunnel goes right down into the Underdark. And this kobold steps forward again and goes, you killed me, right? But I wasn't dead. I came back as a ghost. And I took over this goddamn kobold and I used him and all his other kobolds to get a revenge 
on all of you that killed me. Oh, this is a range thing. Oh, okay. okay, all right. Yeah. Listen, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I would be a lot more intimidated if you wore a kobold. Um, now there's we're gonna do some real quick. We're gonna seal this up. You can either stay a kobold, and we can work through this. We can have a discussion. Um, or we're gonna put you in that chasm. That's your call. Um, you make it right now because we don't have a lot of time. Uh, so uh, what, what is it gonna be? Do you wanna work through this or do we have to shove you in that hole? We have a head you can hold right here if you wanna yeah. help us. Mm-hmm. You see that? It's not just me. I've got the dweller in the dark. Up down there. He's coming. <clears throat> I'm sure he's coming any minute now. <clears throat> and he okay. like, right. he like pulls out this little kobold sword. sword. You can see him. And then from behind him, you see these tentacles begin to like stretch through the mm. darkness. They're each tipped with these spines and they float towards him. I'll get him. He's going to get you in a minute. And he turns around and sees them and goes, He's here! Look! Look! And he shouts in ecstasy as, as these tentacles begin to squirm towards him. What do you guys want to do? Um, I think we should probably blow this place to smithereens and leave. Uh, I think that's a great <laughs> idea. I like that. I'm okay with that. Awesome. I mean, fuck bad. So when I look around, one. do I see any explosives or something that was left around? No. <laughs> there is no... What if I... Luck roll. No, I'm kidding. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, um, this exact thing you needed. Here, I... I have an idea. We're all agreed. Just, uh, one second, sidebar. We're on agreement. We don't like Dale, right? Nah, uh, oh no, he sucks. Yeah, he, he's he's very far gone. He's made it very uh, clear that he yeah. sucks. Not okay, what, what, once we have the vote, I just shoot Dale. <laughs> okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, we're like Let's in a huddle, and then you just shoot. <laughs> yeah. I put my hand in the middle, and everyone puts their hands on top. We're like, go team, and then we die. <laughs> we okay. well, we are coming to the end of our show, so I I, I figured that that works. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> um, so as Grail slump, Grail, as Dale slumps forward, the tentacles immediately collapse upon him and drag him back into the hole, into the tunnel where the shining lights are, and they continue back and back and back and disappear wherever that tunnel disappears to. So team, that's that's what that's one problem solved. Now uh, you're two very clever miners, and you help build this tunnel. You broke into it. Uh, which one of these beams would be the Lord Baron? Let, let, let me see that, uh, that collapsible pole of yours. Uh, there, there you go. You've heard about the infomercials, theory. Um, uh, yeah, Yesko was telling me about it uh, as you guys were. That great, great stuff. I want one later. I go to I go to where the keystone is, and I just place it. Um, and the moment it expands, it's gonna break all the bindings. That's gonna collapse uh, collapse this cavern. Nice. Okay, I feel that like I need a roll. So I feel like just something uh, you can choose. I'm I guess survival. I'm like Graham. Shoot it, the little button, so we can be far away. Okay. So Ooh, you okay. will lose the pole. Yeah, yeah, we should have told it's you that. Okay, you can I, make me a retractable it's harpoon, a pro, it's a right? Prototype. It's fine. It's a prototype. <laughs> Ooh, I can make him a retractable harpoon so we can be 10 feet away from this keystone, which is 10 feet away from the elevator, as we just decided. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay, so so give me that roll. I will need a shot. Oh, uh, I cast guidance. So- <laughs> oh, <laughs> 16. Wow. 16 is good enough. 16. So, nice. Zalfiz, 16 plus your haste, tell yeah. me how, how, this, uh, how this pole collapses the, the tunnel leading to the... Uh, the geo chamber that's making this call. 
So Zalfiz takes out this little multi-tool he has, this little um, artificer tools, and it's like, takes the the harpoon out of his hand, turns around for seconds. Like, one second now, do a few modifications, and there's, there's this little weird like red button that appears at the bottom of the handle of the harpoon. Hands it back to Graham and goes, just press that button, aim at that stone, and then, uh, you know, rocks fall, everyone dies. It's a very classic story of killing tentacles. Nice. <laughs> so, so I guess the the expands the uh, the load bearing beams buckle, and whatever is hidden in the geo chamber is hidden forever, as the stones collapse around it, taking away Dale, taking away the tentacle creature, and hopefully saving all of you. Just as we're going up to end the show, I'd like through the elevator. Can I press the station a business card saying "Selfies is collapsing"? Oh God! Here we go. <laughs> and hand it, hand it to the two dwarves and go. Well, and a half. Ah, look, we might be around town for. <laughs> sorry, so two the dwarf and a half orc, two miners event. We're going to be here for a couple of weeks. If any of your friends with some of these handy daddy poles, I can spend my time in the downtime between sessions selling them well, to make money. The five of my other friends are dead. And one of them just got. Well, I mean, I have one friend right here, but I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure uh, Dorvin's uh, brother will need it. He'll probably need a cane of some sort because he got a harpoon to the leg. Yeah, yeah. So he's I'm also sure missing an eye. Yeah, I think Dorf Greybelly would have, would definitely take a pull. You could become members of the business. Oh, we could be. Oh well. Well, I mean, yeah, there's levels, there's a okay. tier system, you get rewards. Well, it's clear that being a miner isn't safe anymore, so I would love to get into the business of selling <laughs> poles, I guess. <laughs> as, as the camera moves away from this business transition um, and, and, and begins to dark and fade to black, we want to say thank you so much for listening. We do hope you've enjoyed our show. You can find more Rhyme of the Frost Maiden on twitch.tv forward slash does it roll and its associated website and YouTube channel. You can find more of Devon and Jacob at Total Party Chill, and we'll be back next week with the next exciting episode. If you'd like to hear more of what we do, you can find more Call of Cthulhu, our D&D Curse of Strahd campaign, and much, much more on iTunes, Spotify, and wherever you find podcasts. Next week, we will return with the next episode of um, Rhyme of the Frostmaid, and hopefully some new Two-Headed Serpent. I've been working on that. But if you can't wait that long, then please, you can find more episodes and much, much more at patreon.com forward slash howwerollpodcast. For about $5 a month, you gain early access to everything and you get some secret Patreon-only content including uh, brand new Call of Cthulhu scenarios and um, some cult divinity lost as well. I want to say a huge thank you to all our patrons. You literally keep the doors open and keep us producing and, and releasing. And we want to welcome our newest patrons. So thank you so much, Patrick Garrett-Pavesi. Thank you so much, Lewis Clee. And thank you, Zach Jenkins. Um, before we do go, we want to say another big thank you to BattleBards, who provided much of the um, sound effects and music um, that you've heard on the show. We highly recommend you checking out BattleBards.com. And we also want to say that we are going to be um, live again this Sunday at 8pm GMT. We're now on British winter time. I think that's 4pm EDT um, with the... Um, next Rhyme of the Frost main episode we'll be at twitch.tv forward slash does it roll and we're joined by the amazing Daniel Kwan from Asians Represent so please do check that out that is all from us and we'll be back soon take care <laughs>